today we're here to talk about the 2018 action horror film Overlord, directed by some guy. <laughs> Good enough. I was really surprised when I looked this up. Like, I thought the director, I was like, this dude's directing was fire. Julius Avery. Is that the other movie he made? Hmm? Is that the other movie he made? No, that's the name of the director. Oh, the name of the director? And, uh, yeah, he really didn't make anything else. This is it. You know, honestly, when I watched it, um, you know how you mentioned that it's like a kind of like a Quarantino movie almost? Yeah. I kind of got a small vibe of it. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. So I was like, okay, if this is the, if he really hasn't made any movies, I can see him making some good movies down the line if he keeps like the effort up. Right. Well, I mean, he's like lined up to make some stuff, but even then, like, it's nothing that I would have expected. I would think a guy like this would have to have, like, it kind of reminds me of, um, you've seen like Shaun of the Dead, right? Yeah. So the guy who made that, his name is Edgar Wright. And if you look up his, like, film catalog, he's done, like, um, The World's In, Hot Fuzz, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Big movies. Like, yeah, really big movies, like, random movies that I just tend to enjoy thoroughly, even without knowing that guy did all those fucking movies. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, I mean, they're all good movies. Same thing with Tarantino. You see a Tarantino movie, you yeah. watch the other ones, they're all universally, in my opinion, to me, pretty, pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I was expecting, like, to see, like, all right, this dude's got to have, like, at least a couple of movies that I've seen or something dope, you know? Nothing. Nothing. What has he made? Um, so this was your first time watching it. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. So did you have any idea even, like, what it was? I mean, after seeing the cover, I obviously already knew what it was. <laughs> it was obviously it's gonna be a zombie movie or Nazi zombie movie, and I mean, going from that's pretty much self-explanatory, right? But I was given, I was like, this is my last chance for a zombie movie that I know I've never seen that I can either be like, this is it, and give zombie movies more props, or I'm like, I'm done reviewing zombie movies. You know what? It's kind of this. This this is a good one. Yeah, and uh, so this dude's other movies. He has a movie from 2014 called Son of a Gun. One in 2021 that they're making called Samaritan. And then he's doing a Van Helsing movie that hasn't have a release date yet. From that's, I'm assuming that's the going off the anime, right? Van Helsing? Yeah. Nah, dude, that's like an old-ass fucking legend. Like as old as Dracula. I was thinking, well, I was thinking that, that was, you've seen the anime, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of that. Isn't it just called Helsing? Yeah. I've never seen that. I don't know what that is. You just said that you saw, you've seen it. Like, I know what it is, but it's, I know nothing about it, you know? Basically, it's a, uh, it's, how do I describe it? Basically, it's a vampire, but it's like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's pretty good. You should, we should watch it, though. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. You, you should watch it. Right. Well, okay. So, back to this movie. When I first saw a trailer for it, I guess this came out in 2018. I must have saw the trailer 2017, 2016. So, what I initially thought it was, was going to be werewolves. Yeah. I thought, because there was this old movie called Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of the Grindhouse movies? No. But I've seen, like... Part like not parts of it, but I've seen like videos about it. Yeah, 
it was set up to be this like um, double feature with Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. They made Death Proof and Planet Terror, mm-hmm. and just to keep up with that whole like throwback fucking seventies like exploitation films, they made fake trailers to go like in between the movies at the movie theater showing, mm-hmm. which I saw. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the trailers was a Rob Zombie trailer. It was called uh, Werewolf Women of the SS. And it was like, uh, <laughs> it was just supposedly about Hitler's like army of like werewolf women he had made. What does it sound like an album he made? <laughs> Possibly could have been, bro. Uh-huh. But fucking, so that's what I thought. I was like, holy shit, we're finally going to get like werewolves of the SS. Because mm-hmm. that's what it kind of looks like until you like know what the creatures look like, right? I can see how that, that it could have went into that. I I went into the movie without watching any trailers or anything. I just went off for the cover. Mm-hmm. So I I right away assumed it was going to be zombies. So like like my first initial scene, like right. compared to like your first initial scene. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, you know, I've seen this movie like four times in the past two years. Mm-hmm. And you know, I watched it this morning before we did this podcast just to recap it. Mm-hmm. Remember how I said with quarantine and I wasn't looking forward to it and I kind of like mad through the whole thing? Yeah. This one, I was still into it the fucking fourth time seeing it, bro. That's kind of how I was this whole movie. I mean, granted, I watched it, you know, last night and I was falling asleep to it. But like, and I didn't really have time to skim through it again this morning. But the whole time I was watching it, I was actually really into it. I was like, after the, the initial first scene i was like okay i'm hooked and then yeah. and then basically the whole time i was like there was never a time where i wasn't hooked for it because mm-hmm. like it was done well yeah this is the definition of a fun movie in my opinion exactly this is the definition of don't need to be drunk to watch it <laughs> <laughs> right but like i could like i said i've seen this four times and this morning didn't feel like a chore to watch it at all i was like all right yeah i'm into it mm-hmm. um the actors a lot of Game of Thrones guys. I don't know if you've seen Game of Thrones. I've not. A ton of guys from Game of Thrones, so not like huge monster movie stars. The only one that stood out to me from from these well, that's movie was like that guy. It was the it was the not the white guy, like the straight up white guy, but it was like the guy that had like an accent. The Boston or New York accent guy. Yeah. Who, who isn't is he in anything else? He was in Orange is the New Black, but I don't think you've seen that. It was a Netflix TV show. I've seen like I only saw like the first two three seasons of that. He was like one of the boyfriends in that, but other than that, that was the only thing I've seen him in. Maybe that's where I recognize him from. Because of that like, like throwback like Italian like accent though. Yeah, that's why I was like he he I don't know from where, but he he looked very familiar. It might just be the accent. Okay then, because yeah, it's a common act like accent in them type that era of movie. I mean, it's a pretty cool accent. It was a pretty dope fucking accent. Yeah, I wish we had that. But uh, that was kind of added something to it, the fact that there wasn't any, like, monster movie stars like Brad Pitt or DiCaprio. You know, these were all just, like, almost, they all seemed like throwaway guys, so you couldn't really tell who was going to be, like, the last man standing. Yeah, it, it was, to me, it was more of, like, good actors, but kind of, like, under-the-radar actors. Yeah, so it wasn't ever distracting. Yeah, so it wasn't like someone's like, oh, the main star. You know, like I said, Brad Pitt. Oh, you obviously know this guy's going to make it through it. It's more of like, who's going to make it? I mean, to be honest, though, it was a little kind of obvious who was going to make it in the movie. But even then, still, it wasn't like, oh, it's super obvious, you know? Not really, because we'll get into it when we talk about the movie in a second. But um, 
So to describe this movie, it's basically a reimagining of uh, Nazi-occupied France during D-Day. Mm-hmm. When the Americans invaded fucking Germany. Yeah. This was supposedly Operation Overlord. That's why it's called Overlord. I don't know if you gathered that. Uh, I actually didn't. I didn't hear anything about it being like the operation called that. Oh, yeah. When I looked it up, there was apparently two things that happened on D-Day. One of them was Operation Overlord, which was similar to this, but clearly not the same thing. And then another operation. I can't remember the name of it. Mm. I just know Overlord sounds badass. That's, that's probably what I do with that. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But, um, so yeah, so it's about these guys going to take out a radio tower <clears throat> in this uh, village. And, uh, of course, once they get there, we realize that the Nazis are assholes, you know? As always in every movie. Right. Or real life. Like, let's be honest, dude. It's really hard to, like, fuck up a Nazi movie. Like, where the Nazis are the bad guys. Like, is there really a villain better than Nazis? Like, for us. You know what? I don't really think so. Because, like, I'm trying to think of all the Nazi movies that I've seen. And, I mean, it's kind of hard to mess up a Nazi portray. And then yeah. you think of all the video games that they, you know, been portrayed in. And same thing. It's, like, it's kind of kind of hard to mess it up. Right. They're kind of like the Darth Vader, bro. Like, anything they're in, it's just badass. Yeah, because it's, like, it's, like, fuck yeah, you know? It's, like, they're, like, our, shit up. they're, like, our Apollo Creed's our Rocky, you know? Like, they and, just go together. Yeah, and it's, like... Thinking about it, I think it's you have to try really hard to mess up zombies or not zombies, but like Nazis, especially Nazi zombies. Especially that, yeah. It's like it's really hard to like mess it up. Yeah, but with all that preface set up, guys, we're gonna go ahead and get into our actual thoughts on the movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend you go and check it out. Uh, if not, Alex, what did you legitimately think of the movie at the end? Legitimately, the whole time, well, whole movie wise. I say it's pretty good. Um, I honestly, I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. From the three zombie movies we've done in in, the, in like order or the past three, I guess you could say, this is probably my favorite one out of all three of them. Because it's like quarantine to me just kind of sucked, mm-hmm. and then Army of the Dead. It was pretty fun to watch, but it's it's kind of one of those kind of just pass the time. Kind of like I said, like it's. Fun to watch drunk. This one is like, you don't even have to be drunk to watch it. You can just watch it and be like, this is actually a really good movie. So, I thought it was a really good movie. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of history. I like history. So, like, historical reenactments mm-hmm. uh, kind of hold, like, a special place in my heart. That's why I'm a big fucking Forrest Gump fan. I don't know if you've seen Forrest Gump. Yeah, who was it? So, I love that whole thing where you tell a story around actual events that happen, and then, I mean, yeah, you can fumble up the fucking details, but, like, to be able to imagine that this happened, like, in the background of some grand, you know, th- event that we know for sure happened, mm-hmm. just adds an element to it that I really enjoy. Yeah. So, like, this movie just hit a bunch of different boxes for me. Mm-hmm. But I told you, <clears throat> I had expected you to really like this, because I had high... A high opinion of this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it's really well done. The way it looks, the dialogue, story. Um, but mainly, as a horror film, mm-hmm. the fucking effects, bro. I didn't really see this as a horror film, honestly. It's more of an action film to me. Uh, I don't know, bro. It's as close to like horror action purity as it gets. But <clears throat> I, I do. I know what you mean. The, the, the effects were pretty pretty good. 
I just like, and when I think about it, I don't really see this as a horror movie. I think it's more, I see it more of an action movie. I mean, you got to think about like the parts with the ant in the bedroom. The mm-hmm. part where they go to the lab and the guy's getting his first viewing of the laboratory. No, 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 no. I get that. Like, there's horror elements that like constitute calling it that. Yeah, like, I, I, I see that, and like, I don't get that. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that. Like, it's not horror at all. I just see, to me, it's more. I saw it more action than horror. Yeah, definitely. But but then again, it does have it, it does have the or the horror elements to it a little bit. And then a little, like, shock value to it also. I was going to say, if you think about it, isn't every, like, Nazi movie a horror movie at some point? Pretty much, though. Like, The Pianist, bro, is a fucking horror movie. Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards has it, its horror elements. I was like, that's a horror movie, though. That one really doesn't have any horror elements, though. Because unless you, like, count the part... Ah, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Look, Nazi movies are, are cool, bro, no, okay? no, I'm not, I'm not saying they're not cool. This is more of like, what are they? Are they more horror or are they more action? I know. But I'm saying I could like legitimately argue that this is definitely... And it's fucking zombies, bro. You can't have a zombie movie without it being some type of horror. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. It has a horror element. Now, these, sir, are zombies. They died and they resurrected. They're super zombies. Yes. <laughs> As opposed to quarantine, which were rage, parasitic, virus-infected, rabid people. So what would you say Army of the Dead were? Mixture of both? Nah, they were zombies. Because they died. They're just straight up zombies? I would think. Okay. Because the heart stopped beating. I mean, they had kids in there. Heartless kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... um, So, the movie starts right off the bat, like you had mentioned, from the first scene you were in. Mm-hmm. The scene with the plane, you're kind of getting this exposition. All these characters are talking at each other. I mean, we're getting a couple of close-ups on a couple dudes' faces, but for the most part, we don't know who's, like, who's the, main the guy. guy. Yeah. And even the introduction of the uh, whoever their leader is on the plane, the black dude. I've seen him in a handful of movies with, like, minor roles. Mm-hmm. I really like that actor. He was in The Sopranos. He was in this movie with Reese Witherspoon called, uh, what the fuck was it? I can't think of it. I just know that I like the the bald black dude. Mm, I know who you're talking about. He seems like a pretty good guy. Yeah, like he was very good at just delivering his monologue and shit. Mm-hmm. Make you make you feel like that's actually what, like how it would be. Like what a leader would talk like. Yeah. Remember he was like, the Nazis have set up a, a tower at the top of a church. Do you know why they did that? <laughs> they were just looking around. And something. Like, He's like, because the rotten sons of bitches. That's why. <laughs> this was like it. I, I could see that being <laughs> like, an actual just some dude, bro, just talking shit pretty much. Yeah. And I loved it, bro. And then, like, when the violence starts popping off, the planes start going down, guys just start dying indiscriminately. Uh, it's like you kind of start seeing, like, everyone just get mowed down one by one. It sets the tone that nobody is safe at this moment. Yeah, and that's what I was like. That's what I'm saying. Like that scene was the moment I was like already dragged into it. I was like, "Oh, we're starting off hot," and it's like that's. I mean, that's how you start a movie, though. It's like because yeah. it, like if you do like the first five ten minutes and you don't even like pull the person into the movie, then it's gonna be a drag to watch it. But if you drag the person in the first five ten minutes, they're in, they're invested and they're like they want to see more of it. Right. So they they did, they did this really good. And then the scene where the dude's like, I guess whenever the. Uh... You know, whenever they're about to jump out of the plane and like the back half of the plane is on fire, and yeah. they show guys like falling like into slowly, the fire. Yeah, shit. slowly going back. Yeah, they really did all that. Uh, they built like a fake plane that they put on this crane that would tilt, mm-hmm. and it's real fucking fire. Those guys are like falling through. 
What the hell? So they're not like, you know, thousands of feet in the air, but they're really on a flaming plane just falling through flames. Damn. I mean, God, if, you, if you're really going to make it realistic or look realistic, I mean, how else but to make it try to feel more realistic, I guess. Right. And, like, it's such a small scene, but, like, little details like that, like, really make you appreciate, like, just the level that they went to make the effects look legit. Yeah, I can, because you honestly, throughout the whole movie, you can tell that they actually tried. Like, everyone tried in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not like those were, like, there's some actors that did and that stand out compared <clears throat> to other actors. It's like, you can tell everyone kind of really put their effort into this movie, which I appreciate. Yeah, and remember how you were saying you could tell who was going to live and who was going to die by the end? Mm-hmm. Sir, right off the bat, there's a dude giving a monologue about how he's going to be a writer. <laughs> he's like, um, I can even use your uh, pictures from my book. And because I went to school <laughs> and I love my mom and it's gonna be wonderful when I get BAM and then just motherfucker blew up. <laughs> I was like that was pretty funny. I'm it's not, called subverting expectations. Yeah, because it's like it's it's kinda like it's not making it predictable, which is like something that sometimes movies kinda like do and it kind of just ruins it for you. Yeah. But th- when you get that when you take that out, it makes it more interesting because then you for sure don't know what's going on. And you actually invested into it. Because once you know it's predictable and you know kind of what's going to happen, you kind of take the fun out of it. Yeah, like once you either A, know everybody's going to live, or B, know everybody's going to die, it stops really being fun. Yeah, because then you, you expect it. And now you're just wondering, okay, how are they going to do it? And even then, if that's not as good as you thought it was going to be, then it just takes out the fun for you. Mm-hmm. But but if it's like, if you have no idea what's going to happen, you don't know if it's, who's going to die, who's going to make it, and they don't make it as predictable as you think it is, then that's when it's interesting. Because, like I said, then you're invested. My only complaint, I didn't really pick up on anybody's name. And like I said, I've seen this movie four fucking times. I didn't pick up on anyone's name either. I just kind of... I guess you can just characterize them by their character. Actually, their race. And, well, I was trying to avoid that. But yeah, the black is. dude, the white dude, the Italian dude, and the other white dude. Yes. But luckily, <laughs> thank God for Wikipedia. The black dude's name is Boyce. That's a great. Name. I didn't pick that up. Didn't pick it up. But that's a great name. The white dude, Corporal Ford. Okay, I kind of vaguely remember Ford. Vaguely, that makes sense. I can see that. And yeah. Anyways, those are the main ones. Just those two. Well, them and the evil Nazi. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> I'm looking through the list, bro. None of this is ringing a bell. Those are the only ones I can see. Okay, that's fair. Are they are they like listed by race too? <laughs> no, they're listed by their like Actually, army ranking and what their position was. Which I had, yeah, if you have no idea, how are you gonna know? Yeah, but so I mean, that first scene, you know, where they blow the guy, like we said, that subverts expectations. Doesn't let us know who's gonna anybody could die apparently. Yeah, because they've given about the same amount of background to every character that's involved. Yeah, because they kind of try to develop every character in, in a sense, where you kind of can tell. It's not more of, like, backstory, but more of, like, personality-wise, which is, like, kind of, like, what they based off this movie off. It's not more of, like, oh, my history of this and that. It's more of, like, who you are is how you're portrayed in this movie. They did kind of do, like, archetypes. Mm-hmm. Like, Ford, you know, the main white dude, he's kind of, like, the hardened battle vet. Doesn't yeah. joke. He's a leader. He's going to do anything he can to achieve the mission. Yeah. And then the black dude, Boyce, he's um first time first know, time yeah. out in the field. He's soft, is what they're trying to tell us. Mm-hmm. He's kind. Of, we're behind. He's uh, our narrative view. Yeah, 
he's supposed to represent us in this situation as the audience because he's having a rough time with killing but by the end after the journey he's fucking he's all a, in he's a machine <laughs> then the wisecracking italian guy the the comedic relief but at the same time like the the asshole also yes and then the other guy is just, just he's the camera guy yeah he's just there he takes just, pictures and uh that's it I was saying he's just he's just kind of there just to have another guy there. Yeah. And so, and they end up getting to this like Nazi town, right? Yeah, because they end up they end up surviving, and then they end up meeting this this the the French girl, the French girl. Yeah, she's baddie. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get ever talk to a French woman. I don't know why, but I mean, I'm sure we all say know it. Why. I was like, girls with accents. Uh huh. Always attractive, dude. That's all it takes to get you, man. Just an accent. That's all it is. Ladies of the world, put on a fake accent. And you can bag yourself a young Alex. <laughs> like, I mean, like being honest, you you, you don't find it. Any accent? accent? Uh, European or, or Southern American. Any, any in between, like those. So a Spanish chick or a European like, chick? Yeah. I don't know. Accents to me are just like, just one of those things. Just make the nips hard. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So they find a French chick. Yeah. And uh, she takes them to her house in the village, mm-hmm. which is being run by Nazis at the moment. Yeah, because apparently they have curfews and everything. They don't want anyone out in the streets. Which, yeah. Because which... they're doing, like, Nazi things, yeah. you know? They're yeah. just pulling you out of your house, shooting you, having their way with your women. Just taking advantage of everybody. Pretty much. I mean, You how? know, shitting everybody's toilets and not flushing. <laughs> Nazi activities. <laughs> the worst of them all. <laughs> but anyways, so yes, Nazis are terrible. Yeah, so they 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 end up finding her because she's out, cause, but then obviously she hides the, the troops. So then after that, one of the neighbors ends up calling her out, which is what gets the attention of the Nazis to her place, which basically it makes sense why they would do that cause to, to, to the movie more often. Yeah, and it's at this point that the movie teases that there's something wrong because the girl says she lives with her younger brother and her sick aunt. That was her brother? That was a kid. No, it was her brother. Oh, wow. There you go. Well, you know. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, the aunt doesn't sound well. We never really see her until we see her, you know? Yeah, I would say, yeah, we do see her, yeah. We see, you know, Boyce peeks through the door and we see the woman and she looks like Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like walking around on two legs like with bloody pus all over yeah basically it's kind of like the quarantine scene a little bit but instead of like open doors it's kind of like peeking through the door yeah then you see her and it's just like oh god like, i jumped on that part i mean it's a jump scare yeah i mean you kind of expected it though so once again boyce doesn't question this he's just like oh man the flu looks serious really yeah he doesn't really react to it yeah, because I know the French girl's there, and she's like, I told you my aunt was sick, or they took her. And then again, she does say it in that French accent, so he's like, whatever you say, baby. <laughs> yeah, because she mentioned something about um, the Nazis <clears throat> taking her to like this church place, and then um, how they were... I don't, think, I don't think they really told her what happened, but she came back and just... She just, wasn't right. She, yeah, she wasn't right, and then she's just been there all, all the time. And uh, also around this point, that's when uh, the Nazis show up to this woman's house. 
but it's just the leader. So it turns out that like she's been shacking up with like this uh, this Nazi leader, right? Yeah, because uh, something about something about the deal they made. Yeah, he's been there like repeatedly. Yeah, so I don't know what the deal was. I mean, they probably let, let's not judge. Like they had some arrangement to where like, hey, I'm gonna come alone. over. I'm gonna eat. You're gonna take care of me. And I'm not going to kill your entire family. I've already killed half of them. I won't kill the rest. Did they really? Yeah, dude. She said that they took her parents. And he was kind of like leaning on her by saying, okay, your little brother, though. Oh, okay. Not to ways. Right. So he manages to talk her into like banging while these dudes are upstairs. Yeah, because she's trying to get them out because at that point they're hiding up there. And... That he's trying, she's trying to like get him out, but he's like trying to convince her to, to let him stay. And I've always, like I said, the fourth time I've seen this movie, I always forget that the dude's go-to move is to go down on the chick first. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have expected that, you know. It's the forties. I think so. He's a Nazi. I mean, like, why would he care about like getting her first? You know. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I mean, modernization, dude. That's all it is. Mm. <laughs> then I guess it was like the least disgusting thing they could show him doing to her. Yeah, because you don't have to show much. Yeah. And it's probably what they're trying to avoid, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how detailed or gruesome they're trying to be and everything. I appreciate it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's different. <laughs> like, he was violating her, but like... Gently. She got hers first. That doesn't make it okay, Chris. No, it doesn't. Okay. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page. Moving on. So the dude gets <laughs> fucked up after this. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not going to watch this dude, like, motorboat this chick between the legs. Yeah. Cause, so they, they end up going down there and basically taking him hostage at that point. Yeah. And then, isn't, then don't they, inter- they interrogate him a little bit, don't they? No, they, they knock him out. And then they try to, that's when they knock him out and then they try to go find the other guys. That's when, uh, yeah, that guy, Boyce. Boyce yeah. goes to the Nazi lab. Yeah. And that's when he kind of discovers, like, the horrors. Yeah, he goes to, the, like, the labs and everything. Sneaks to everybody and doesn't get caught, which is kind of like, wow. Stealth 100. A place he's never been. Yeah, Stealth 100 level. Um, he he goes in and he starts seeing, like, all the, like, fucked up shit of, like, them testing. And he sees them throwing out bodies and of like people that already mutated and then like they burn them up and everything he sees them using the flamethrower yeah he sees then when he gets to the lab bro that's when it gets like next level yeah and that's what i'm saying i think it's a little shock value into that part because then he sees like all the things that they've done like the one that was like kind of like kind of stood out to me was the the chick in the the lady that was like just her spine attached to her head yeah just the spine attached to her just talking that was tight that was like i was like what the fuck like, it was cool, but it was like, I was like, at the same time, I was like, that's a shock value. I was like, what the fuck were they doing? You know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the first time when you get a hint of what it is. Like I said, up until that point, I was looking for werewolves. Mm-hmm. So once I see that, I'm like, oh, zombies. Not werewolves. Yes. Werewolf zombies. This is cool still, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your expectation of, of werewolves dropped the movie down a little bit? Yeah, like, when I found out they weren't werewolves, I was like, Okay, I guess this is cool. It's going to affect my final rating, by the way. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah. Wow. But oh. anyways, fucking, so he finds his boy. Mm-hmm. 
And he's got giant tubes in him. Yeah. And he pulls the tubes out. So mm. this dude lived, right? Till the end? Or am I mistaken? He did not. He's the one who he's the one flips turn- out in the attic, right? Yeah, he's the one okay. that turns. Yeah. So yeah, he brings... he Him and this dude escape. Yeah, and he takes the syringe of whatever they were doing with it. He takes one of the syringes with him. He takes a syringe full of orange red. Yeah. And um, <laughs> before that... They watch him, he watches a dude get injected that looks like he's dead. He's got a giant hole in his fucking neck. Yeah. And the dude comes back to life. Yeah, he just like, he, he just jumps a little bit. He's not like full on back alive, but he like, he, he reacts to it. Right. So I think that kind of puts the idea in Boyce's head that he's like, all right, this might be like, you know, some rejuvenation shit. Yeah. And at that point, like, like we mentioned in quarantine, no idea what zombies are. No, no, no. He has no idea what a zombie. But then it makes sense though in this movie because it's the fucking 40s, bro. There's no internet. Maybe he would have had to have read... No, there's not even the concept. Because zombies weren't a thing until the 50s when George Romero invented them with Night of the Living Dead. Hmm. Like the flesh-eating concept of zombies. Gotcha. Okay, so this this one makes sense. Yeah, so there's an excuse for them. Like if there was pilgrims running into zombies and they're like, what, what is this? I would be <laughs> like, oh, that makes fucking sense, bro. He's a pilgrim. <laughs> I mean, okay, that makes sense. Anyways, so they go back to the fucking French chick's house. Yeah. And um, they interrogate the guy again. Because they're, they're like, like, what the fuck is this, you know? Like, tell me, what do you know about this? They're like, what's going on? That's right. And this uh, this Nazi dude, bro, He um he's a character in Game of Thrones called Euron Greyjoy. And I didn't recognize the man at all, because in Game of Thrones, he has facial hair like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the actor, bro. Yeah, good job. He portrays, like, the sinister character very well. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the dude's name, but... Was he speaking English for the most time, or was he actually speaking, like, German? Or whatever they're... I think he was capable of English, but he spoke a lot of German. Okay. Because I couldn't really tell sometimes when he was talking if he was speaking straight up, like, German, or if he was, like, speaking, like, German accent English. I think there was a lot of German accent English. Okay. Did you notice that they never subtitled his language, I don't think? I didn't have subtitles on it at all, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell you if they did or not. That and uh, something I read was that they didn't show a single swastika in this movie, which I didn't notice. I think swastikas got banned. Because I remember hearing about it. Because oh, when I... I've gone back to Call of Duty because it's like... Call of Duty is kind of like made Nazi zombies even more famous than what they were. I remember in the first Black Ops, they had them. But I think the second or third one, they they after that, like the Call of Duty that they made, they, they can't put any swastikas at all. So they just changed the symbols to them. So, so they can't show any swastikas anymore. I don't know if it's like a law or if it's like a just a just a thing like like uh, we're not gonna show that anymore. Everything's still the same, the same. Like you can obviously tell it's a, it's a Nazi. You can like all everything just portrayed the same thing, just no swastika signs. I wouldn't be able to tell if something was a Nazi without the swastika. Really? Yeah. You dude, you could straight up tell what a Nazi is, bro. They're white dudes. Well, I'm talking about like full on uniform, full on like. You know. Well, I mean, like, if they're wearing the goddamn leather jacket with the leather, like, sailor hat. Yeah. Clearly. But, like, in terms of, like, just a regular, like, officer or some shit. No, no, no. I, well, I guess to the point, you can kind of tell. But I'm, I'm referring to just, like, just full on. Everything's still the same. It's just the only thing that got is switch is the swastika sign. Oh. So everything is still portrayed the same. That's the only thing that changed. So I don't like I say I don't know if it's like a thing that they they passed down where they like maybe the Germans were like we don't want you guys doing that no more 
or possibly or they just made a law or something i don't know or just like a personal thing i don't know but i did hear about that so that's why probably that's probably why there's no swastika signs at all in this movie mm. so yeah, could make sense possibly i could see it like them just banning the use of any type of like nazi paraphernalia that's what i was like i don't know necessarily how to what extent it is but i'm sure there's something like that that's why they don't show it or maybe they just chose not to i don't know that and uh am i allowed to say nazi on youtube because i always see like people like censoring the word you think you get like demonetized for even saying it i mean i wouldn't worry about it until you get paid from youtube uh, that's why i'm not worried about it now and i've said it like <laughs> 72 times <laughs> no I, I don't know there's, i know there's 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 words you can't. Or you say. think you get like shadow banned from saying it, or like the episode would? I think I'll be fine. I, okay. I wouldn't wear it. Listen, the same ten guys are gonna see this. That saw the last one. It's cool. Exactly. Just the, the same ten people still rooting for us. You mean you're the reason why we do this, <laughs> right? So, what was your favorite kill in this movie? Or your favorite death? Or what was your most memorable effect? Um. The guy, the Nazi in the in the, the the motorcycle with the grenade in his mouth, bro. That was mine too. <laughs> I was like, that, that that was pretty cool. That was, that was cool. savage, bro. That was a cool shot. And then like you actually see like his head explode before it, the rest of the bombs go off. Yeah, and then you see everything explode. Like they could have easily copped out and just made it be like a fiery ball, like from the thing beside him. But they went out of their way to make sure you saw. Like no, 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 the head popped. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like they actually put a lot of effort into in detail in this movie, which like I said, you, you, something you appreciate. Because mm -hmm. most of like you said, most people would just cop out and just like just do an explosion. That's it. These people actually went out their way to like make sure you see the head blowing up. There was another one I really liked. I can't think of. I think it was the uh, the hook in the stomach at the end. I remember that one. But I, he got put on the chain and like the he hook was hooked, hit, dragging in the front it. of him, sir. Yeah, and and then he he pulled the the chain more down so he can keep going higher. Oh. How painful would that be? Because he was hooked by his ribs, so the hook tucked under and was like holding him up by his own rib cage mm -hmm. through his abdomen. That reminds me of that one movie, uh, that one Saw trap, and I don't I think it was like Saw Six, Seven. Never seen past three. I mean, the first three are the only good ones, anyways. Right. Anyways, but yeah, I, I I remember it reminded me of that. There was another scene. I just don't, I don't remember what it was. It was it was pretty good too. I just I'm trying to think what it was. Was it was it when he stepped on the mine? At the very beginning. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a good scene, but I don't know if it stuck out. There's another one. I just don't remember what it was. Like the effects in this movie, fire. I'm saying that they're pretty good. Like I mean, of course they use CG because I mean you have to, but I feel like. They try to make it as realistic as it looks. They try to make it look like you can't tell that they use CG. Like, it'd be hard for me. Like, I'm pretty sure maybe on some of the smoke or some of the shrapnel or some blood. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for the most part, a lot of it was, you know, actually there. It's practical. Yeah, they, and that really pays off. They actually killed someone. <laughs> they actually blew someone up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most people were like, like I said, it just, it just shows you how much effort they put into it. Because most people would... Like, you can clearly see, like, CGI was used, and it's like, this looks hella fake. Like, for example, like, the Army of the Dead. It's like, some of them you could just straight up tell it was just straight up just CGI. Compared to this, it's like, they, they try to at least hide it to make it seem as most realistic as possible. Because you, obviously you know it's not real, but they try to make it look as real as possible. Mm -hmm. What they got, or what they can use. What would be some things that you would knock about this movie? 
Mm, I don't know. It's because it's it's not super long. And I'm trying to think. If it was longer, would it would it hinge the movie a little bit or no? Like, say they added more stuff to it. Would it would it kind of make it more like? All right, now it's kind of like trying to like make the movie a little more worse for it being too long or whatever. Or is it more of like this is a good amount for the movie? Have you seen uh, the second Star Wars, The uh, Last Jedi? No. Okay. Well. Pretend there's a movie, right? Uh-huh. Where there's the main plot. Yeah. And then pretend that inside of the main plot, two characters decide to go to a casino for about 45 minutes. <laughs> and that's randomly being explored while the main plot is happening. Side plot. Side plot. Yeah. Unnecessary. You could cut 45 minutes out. It'd be dumb. Yeah. So I feel like for this movie, they did what they... They filmed what they needed to film. They showed what they needed to show in their story. Mm-hmm. They didn't need to add anything extra. It felt like a complete thought without adding, you know, fucking... Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen the Avengers. Uh, with not the Avengers. The Justice League. Yeah. The one where they're fighting uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah. Remember there was, like, some side plot with, like, a little family in a farmhouse? <sighs> Could have done without it. Right. Okay. It's extra shit that didn't need to be there. There could have been some other family in the village that they had to save. Well, or I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know. Like this movie. Just like that, there's nothing. Nothing really bad about it. The way I see it, um, I would. I don't know if you would add a whole side plot to it. I feel like maybe if you kind of, if you dove a little bit more into like the zombie aspect, or like maybe that. I would say my may my only hinge about it, really, because like you see the zombie stuff, but it's like there's not much zombie stuff from it. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of the point. What they're going for? Yeah, because like you know the whole thing with Nazis and doing experiments is like a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like they really wanted to like create superhuman soldiers. Yeah. They wanted to find, like, historical artifacts that would give them superpowers. All kinds of weird shit. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like... I guess what the if they What if they found, like, the tip of the iceberg? So it's, like, just the beginning of, of experimenting. Like, we're barely experimenting, but we're at the point where we got kind of got what we want. I don't know. Like, we're barely getting a hint of what they're actually doing. Okay, so then... Like, I, maybe I, they were doing even more shit than this. Okay, I guess in, in that aspect, I guess it, it does make a little sense for you kind of, like... They're kind of like, not necessarily hinting at it, but they're kind of like barely getting exposed to it. Because imagine how cartoony it would have been if there would have been like a sequence where the scientist is actually explaining why this yellow goop does this to people. No, that would just kind of ruin the movie a bit. Right, so it's better to kind of leave some mystique around it. I think I kind of, I think maybe what I'm kind of asking for is maybe a little more action with zombies. I mean, there could have been a couple more things, but I mean, like, were you really left at the end going, more explosions, more guts? No. I was like, like it was like I said. I think it was just the right amount. It was like, just the right amount for like, like, for like the first good movie, basically. Like, like for example, that he made. Like this, this is a good way to go into it. Like think of Army of the Dead. Yeah. You remember how much zombie killing was in that movie? Like no. I'm and did it like add anything? Because it's kind of meaningless. It's kind of just meaningless killing at that point. Like yeah, like none of it. I don't remember any of the kills because there were so fucking many. This is a good, like, parallel to that. I'm saying, like... 
The only that's the, the, I don't see anything wrong with this movie really, because I wouldn't say add more character development because it's like you don't need any more. Really. I would argue that that was going to be my knock. Really? Yeah, because like outside of the main guy, right? Mm-hmm. The main guy, uh, Boyce, he starts off meek, kind of timid. By the end of it, he's kind of made like peace with the fact that he has to hurt these guys to fucking save his country or whatever. America. America. Go on. And the main guy, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Ford. He's a hard ass at the beginning, and he's a hard ass at the end. Mm-hmm. Dead. Kind of saw that coming. Italian dude, I mean, yeah, he's kind of an asshole at the beginning, and there's some cracks at the end, but more or less, he's still the same dude by the end. Still the same dude, but... I mean, then again, though, the kid softens him, so I guess the kid is his he's, development. He's, he's the same, but he's just he develops a little soft spot at, at the very end. because For the kid. the kid. Yeah. Okay, so he had good development. Yeah. Now, the other guy. Isn't he? He dies. No, he's alive. There's a third guy. There's a fourth guy, you mean? I don't know who the fuck the third guy is. It's the... It's Boyce, the Italian dude, and then... Ford. No, Ford died. We're talking, like, the four main characters. There's, I know, but... There's so. the other guy that got, that got stuck in the lab. I'm talking they, about at the very end. Oh, at the very end? What's that guy's development, bro? I don't, I don't know. He, just, he was just there. Just captures everything, I guess. Right. I guess it's just kind of like... I'm nitpicking, dude, because, like... I would say that, like, four guys lived and two of them got character development, but those other two, like, that sounds stupid. See, tables are turned now. You're the nitpicker. Now I'm the nitpicker. <laughs> I mean, there's only four guys from what I remember. It was the the, the other guy. Oh, no, they, they, yeah, you're right. They did rescue a guy, so it was five guys, and then one of them turned into a zombie. Yeah. So, I don't, actually, I don't even know what the hell happened to the other guy. I think he was just a side character that point pretty much so maybe there isn't a hint to pick in there um, Nah, but um so i don't think i have anything to complain about then because i was gonna whine about character development but i mean it that makes sense that, there was just enough you know to get by because like, it's like think about it. if you say say the whole plane didn't crash the way it did you had all those characters like what, what would you think about then if if the, the way it was the word, there's not much character development, but you can kind of tell by their attitudes and their, their personalities who they are. At that point, would you still complain about it, like having much more characters to it, or would it be like, okay, this makes more sense why it's like that instead of giving every single character a character development? Well, no, no, no. Character development doesn't have to matter for the throwaway guys, but I mean for the essential four dudes. No, I know. I'm saying like if they kept like all the 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 dudes like in the movie. Like instead of them killing them off, like in the very beginning, they're they're actually all like a a group of guys that actually like all there. Well, no, that would have been cannon fodder because we would have just like watched those guys get like massacred at, at the very end. But I'm saying like towards the end, like throughout the whole movie, character development wise. No, because you don't need a whole bunch of people. You just need one solid person to carry a story. Mm-hmm. Do you need character development? Yes, so the main character. So it's Ford and Boyce. And while Boyce's journey makes sense, Mm -hmm. how much does he actually, like, do you actually care about his character? No, not really. Like, he doesn't say a whole lot. I mean, he flirts with the French chick. I mean, it's the same for everybody. You don't really necessarily care about their character. 
you're just like, oh, that's that dude, and like, you know, that's that's the Italian dude, or that's the the hard ass like captain guy, or that's the guy that's never done this before, but at the end it's gonna be like the guy that finally kills everybody or whatever. So it's kind of like it's kind of just going along the ride and just seeing like, okay, that's that's who it is. Not more of like I'm gonna I gotta get involved in like know every aspect of their character development in the movie. Like you know whose character would probably be the coolest? Mm. The fucking French chick and the little boy. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, she was, like, scavenging and shit at the start of the movie. She had to kind of, like, tough it out dealing with these fucking German dudes. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, you know, she has to raid this fucking base with these guys to get her little brother. Yeah. So, I mean, I would argue she was probably the coolest character in the movie. Um, I wouldn't be against that. I could see that being a thing. Because, like I said, the other character is more of, like... You just know who they are because of like the character they portray. They're generic. Yeah, generic uh, stereotypes. Pretty much. So, but it's not like to the point where it's just like it's just like I hate this character or I, I you know. Oh no, it wasn't like obnoxious. Yeah, it wasn't in stereotypical obnoxious. It wasn't that. So that, that's the good thing about it. These are just like nitpicky things I'm thinking of that way. Like people don't think I'm just like ball gagging on this movie. <laughs> but even then, it's not really that much. No, not really, dude. Like. I love the way the movie looks. I love the story. Um, it's a fun movie. It's just fun. It's just a fun movie to watch. It's going to be like, hey, I haven't watched this. Like, you should probably watch this. Like, you think of it this way. Think of it. Uh, the way I was thinking of this movie is it's... It, how do I say this? It's the Quarantino movie that he made. His zombie... Uh, I, I forgot the name of that movie. Uh... With Brad Pitt, the zombie one, or oh. not uh, the the Nazi one? I mean, Inglorious Bastards. There you go, Inglorious Bastards. I was like, I was just like, I just said the name earlier. I already forgot it. I, the way I was thinking, it was like that, but it's more not comedic, but and it took itself a little more serious with, with when it came to action and add a horror little a little horror element to it. That's the way I saw, kind of saw this movie a little bit. Inglorious Bastards, if you take out a lot of the dialogue. I'm saying, if you take out a, lot of, a little bit of the dialogue, character development, and then you take a little bit out of the horror or the comedy part of it. Out of, instead of the comedy, you add a little bit of horror of it, and you keep the action. That's kind of like what I got out of this movie. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty good comparison, if you think about it. Because, I mean, that movie's really good, too. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this movie's it's really good. I recommend it, actually. Kind of glad I watched this movie. What would you rate it, man? One to six inches. You know what? I'm going to go with a five. A five? Yeah. Well, I don't really have anything against this movie. Mm-hmm. For what it was, you enjoy it. And, you know, yeah. you can tell they put, they put effort into it. It doesn't drag on where you kind of, you like how I, like for me, like quarantine dragged on. And it's not like horrible story-wise like how Army of the Dead is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually like, Take all the good things of that movie, of those movies, and then put it into this movie, and it's more fun to watch. I actually enjoyed it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm going five also. I would have gone six, but... You don't want to ball gag this movie either. No, no, no. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted werewolves. I wanted to ball gag on some werewolves, son. <laughs> that was like, you told me that's what you're, the werewolf thing was going to hinge your score. Yeah, because, I mean, this is a pretty, like, flawless fucking movie. We gathered that by talk trying to talk about what's bad about it, dude. And there's not 
Not a lot there. You see how much different this movie review is compared to the other one? Or the other two? Where we Those movies, we literally just, just, just talked shit about the movie the whole time. This movie's like, didn't even talk shit about it. It's just like, this is what's good about this movie. Yeah. Well, we got to get aggro again, man. So listen, as a review podcast, we can't just talk about movies that we like. Yeah, that's true. It's very important. We got we can't just do quote unquote good movies. We gotta talk we gotta watch the bad ones. We gotta watch the man ones. So bad it's good. Anything, you know? And you gotta be able to find like something in the bad one you like. Even if it's all complete shit. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be able to objectively look at it and go, Okay, this is why they did that, this is why they did this, this is why it's like that. So that's kind of like the whole point of it. But, I mean, like, it's harder because, like, I saw a lot of the bad ones even when I was really young. Mm-hmm. So I always have these, like, stories, like, associated with them. Mm-hmm. Whereas the you watching them now, you're like, this is just dog shit. <laughs> well, so it's like, I can I can appreciate some things from movies. It's like, like, with Quarantine, like I said, it had some good ideas that just was just done poorly. And the movie just dragged on for me. And then Army of the Dead, same thing. It's like... The action was fun to watch, and like I said, it, and the, in the re- review, but it's like the same thing. It's like story wise and just character, it's just like you just, you just didn't really care. You were just there for the kills. So it's like I'm saying with those things, it's like with this movie, it, it adds, it, they added basically like they added those two things and like let's do it right, basically. Even though it has nothing to do with those movies, but it takes the aspect of, like I said, you do things that are right, put them all together, and you have a good movie. But with those other movies, you you appreciate the effort and you appreciate the ideas. It just doesn't make them a good movie, but it's like, I, I, I appreciate the effort, you know. But you could have done a lot better. And the same thing with good movies. It's like, you just did it all. You just hit the out of the ballpark. You know what we should watch next? What? I want to see if, because, like, there's certain movies, right, that are older, but I feel like they take the same approach that this kind of movie does. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever seen a movie called An American Werewolf in London? No, but it sounds familiar. It's a very popular werewolf film. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I can't remember if it's the 70s or the early 80s. It's somewhere in there. It's based off of, or it was made in that time? Uh, it was made in that time. Uh-huh. But it's one of those movies, I think, where they, like, use practical effects well like this. The story's a little bit more thought out. The acting's pretty good. And stylistically, it flows. Mm-hmm. For its time or even still For today? its time. So I'd like to see how you feel about a movie like that, which mm-hmm. is, you know, generally favorably remembered. Mm-hmm. It's a very popular film in, like, the horror communities. Gotcha. I mean, I'm up for it. I mean, like I said, I am I can appreciate, you know, what's there to be appreciated about a movie, even if it's, like, just horrible. Oh, I yeah, can, because it's, like, I've, I can show you, like, straight-to-DVD movies. Mm-hmm. Or I could see how you react to, like, an actual, like, classic mm-hmm. that you probably have little information on. I mean, most of these movies I have no information on because I'm, I'm just not a movie person. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm up for it. I'm, I wouldn't be against it, to be honest. That's probably the move. It's probably the next movie. I can see that. So, off subject. Go I looked it. up uh, fucking Nazi shit before this. Uh-huh. You know anything about, like, that whole time period? All I know is the Call of Duty, man. <laughs> and, uh, school-wise, I, I kind of forgot what they kind of mentioned. I just I just know, like, the basic stuff at this point. I read, like, 
I remember I've read a lot about like um, Nazi history and stuff, and like what those guys tried to do. Mm-hmm. So there was like a scientist who like did the experiments. He was like obsessed with like twins. He thought the secret to twins was to like cloning people. Mm-hmm. So he would like experiment on like Jewish fucking kids like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, they wanted to like see how the human body ticks. So they like would kill people in terrible fucking ways. What's the longest someone can survive before they freeze to death? What's the longest they can survive before they burn to death? What's the longest mm-hmm. they can survive holding their breath? Like, just fucking horrible shit. It's just the, what is it called? A torturer's dream come true? Pretty much. It's yeah. a mad scientist. It's what happens when scientists goes unchecked. Yeah. And, uh, but what I was reading about, I literally just Googled five weird things about Nazis. <laughs> Are weird things that Nazis did, and one of them was they. Uh, Hitler really hated religion. Yeah, he uh, he wanted to kidnap the Pope. That was like one of his like last missions he wanted to do. Really? Yeah, I never knew about that. Like he would destroy all like the uh, books and shit because Jesus was a Jew. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So his goal was to like. In all the Catholic schools, he would take down all the crucifixes and put up pictures of himself. <laughs> I'm the new Jesus. <laughs> and he I had, died for his sins. He had talked to like one of his lieutenants. I can't remember the lieutenant's name. Or I don't even know if it was a lieutenant. He might have been general or some shit. Uh-huh. His last name was Wolf. So he mm-hmm. had told this dude, like, listen, I need you to go to Italy. I need you to occupy Italy. Kidnap the Pope. Throw him in the tower. And then blame the Italians for it. I can see that happening. But even this dude, Wolf, was like, yo. Calm down. It's fucking dumb, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine telling Hitler that's fucking dumb. He didn't say it. I, I mean, think, I but like, that's, that's, how he, what he that's what he said after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> how, how. I don't even know what to say that. Like, how <laughs> stupid are you for you to be a, a leader to, of an army and for your own comrades to be like, yo, that's fucking stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this dude's fucking different, bro. <laughs> You're like, why do you fucking work for this guy? <laughs> and also, I guess they had like these. I don't know if they were camps or schools, but like it was for Nazi kids, right? They wanted to like um, have this kind of setup where they would like perfect Nazis, you know, mm-hmm. blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. So they take like blonde kids that were German. And they'd, like, put their heads under, like, UV light so that their hair would be bleached and there wouldn't be, like, an inkling of color to that shit. Damn. Makes you think, like, imagine that happens the thing. that burn your hair off? You think you'd have cancer. Even that, too. It's like, he's like, we're trying to experiment on people and make them the perfect race. And, you know, in his eyes. But all you're doing is just killing your people instead. Yeah. Interesting, but I mean, then again, it's like you just kind of you just you just know how fucked up he was, anyways. That's all the shit he did. What such a fucking weird time to be alive, bro? I don't know if you think about it, it's like it, it, it's like if you think about it, like I don't know, grandparents or parents or whatever. I don't know. 
don't necessarily know like at that point who would have been alive and everything them just chilling in another you know another city country or whatever and just like across the, the world you're, that's going on you're just like how do you go from your day like that like right now say for example like that was going on right now we're just here doing a podcast and it just hitler over there trying to like i'm gonna capture the pope right now <laughs> i mean that's really happening though I mean, you don't know about, you don't know, yeah, you don't know about a lot of things going on. So you, you're just going your day by day like nothing. But it's like to think that across the world that's happening right now or, you know, in that time, it's kind of like. Bro, I don't think it was you, was it? Somebody was here. We were doing a podcast when the fucking riot on the Capitol happened. It wasn't me. Somebody was here, bro. And that happened fucking while we were just sitting here talking. Thousands of dudes fucking ran into our capital with the intention of, like, smoking our government leaders. And we were just here. You're just here just chilling. Yes. I mean, like, we're not... So, like, I believe anything, man. That was, like, was, like I said, it just kind of, like, it just makes you think, I'm like, what the fuck are people doing on the, the other side of the world or, you know, across the, the street? Of the country, man. Across the street or if anything. Because, like, it's just crazy to think, like, that's going on and you're just, like, here, like, living a normal life. It's just like someone out there trying to plan how to capture the Pope. It's just, it's just funny to me. Listen, dude. Right at this exact moment, I guarantee you, Hitler someone right now is getting jizz on their face on camera. That's the kind of world we live in. <laughs> but they're getting paid for it. True. Or, or not. not. Or not. Just, or not. Just you know, just some couple right now banging it out. That's right. Possibilities are endless. For that reason alone is why I believe in alternate realities. Damn. Blew my mind. Right now it could be so many things going on right now. You have no idea. It doesn't even affect you, but it's just like, damn, someone's really doing that right now. Yeah. <laughs> mind blown. What was I going to say? There was something I was thinking about before <laughs> before you distracted me, bro, with your fucking question out of us. Um, you said five, five things that are weird. Things that Nazis do, and you only gave me two. Oh, no, no, I was there. Okay, I moved past the Nazis. Oh, okay. It's war stuff now. So, did, did you learn about the draft? In what aspect of, like, what? Like in grade school or something? Um, You know what the draft is, right? You're just... If it's what I think it is, isn't it, like... We're all kind of technically kind of drafted, but we just get called up. In a way. When you turn 18 in our country, yeah. for some reason you have, <clears throat> it's mandatory that all men, I don't know if it's women too, but for sure men have to enlist in the uh, reserves pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. Or you have to enlist for, no, you have to enlist for the draft. You have to enlist or you already enlisted? <laughs> Your name gets thrown in somehow. Like I went to a temp agency when I was like 19 with uh, my brother-in-law and uh, a friend. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, we can't do anything with you unless you're enlisted into the draft. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you can't work unless you do that. You can't work unless you do that? No. I don't remember doing anything. I didn't. I don't remember doing anything either. I think I literally signed a paper. No, like, I literally just was like, I'm going to work to get apply for this job, and that's it. Yeah, I don't this lady might have fucking hosed us then in the late 2000s. Because I knew about it because, what was it? It was like my, my sophomore year. No, not my sophomore. My, either my junior year or my senior year. I had this teacher that was like, it was just hella laid back. He just didn't really care. He just like, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. 
just do your work. Um, I remember he was talking about, I think during that time, we were kind of like thinking about like how World War Three was going to happen or some shit like that. And he was talking about how we're all drafted. And, you know, if it gets super serious, some of us might actually end up having to go to the army and shit like that. And just made me think, I'm like, damn, what if that really happened? Because then it's like, the, I think the only excuses you have is if you're the only... You're the only child or you're in college. Yeah, you're the only child or in college. Because if you're the only child... If or you only t- son, that's the thing. Yeah, only son, because then you basically just ended a family legacy at that point. Something like that, right? Yeah. I didn't know about the college one. College. Really? Yeah, because they're not going to like pluck you out of like your student loan paid for college you're gonna pay for this shit i don't care but now um that like i said yeah similar to that i was learning about the draft in grade school very early so like first to fourth grade somewhere in there right Mm -hmm. and at that time when i'm in school 9-11 happened so Mm -hmm. after 9-11 you know we go to iraq they're talking on tv all the time about us fighting the good fight in the middle east and at this time, I'm learning about these dudes in the 70s, you know, like an overlord. Mm-hmm. Them motherfuckers, they went to Vietnam, bro. They just got plucked up. They didn't have no say, bro. They just got a letter in the mail, like one of the dudes in the movie says, mm-hmm. take your ass over there. I mean, isn't that how it is now, though? You still have to do the same thing? Because isn't like if you don't go, it's like a federal punishment. Yeah, but I don't think they have drafts like that anymore. Do they really? No, you enlist. So, oh, so you're enlisted now. Oh, no, dudes, like, volunteer. Like, they haven't had, like, a forceful draft, I don't think. I'd have to look that up to be sure, but I'm assuming they haven't because I haven't heard anything. I thought it was, like, you're just, if you get called up, you just get called up. I didn't know if you, like, you had to, like, list yourself as a reserve just in case anything happens. No, that's, like, um, that's still a thing they could do. That's what I'm saying. Mm, But they just haven't done it. Okay. I think the last time was in Vietnam. Gotcha. Cause you know what, honestly, I've thought about this couple couple times before, and it's like you know, I'm as growing up as a kid, you know, you sometimes think about like, you know, what if I join the army? You know, it'd be pretty cool. But then like me now, like I think about it because I'm I'm not doing that shit, of course not. But it's like you think about it, and it's like, why would you join at all? It's like because you know how like recruiters they try to persuade you in any way they can persuade you. Mm-hmm. It's like if you really think about it, like. What are you really going for? Like, who are you fighting? Like, why are you fighting these people? You know, am I really going to go for you to just put me in depression and just, you know, break my mentality down just to be a a soldier? It's like, I know people have, like, they have no option because it's like, well, I'm not going to school. I have no money or whatever. But other than that, like, logically, like, like, say, like, a recruiter came up to me right now. I'm like, what is my reason to go to to the army right now? There's no reason for me to. I mean, there is some cool stuff about it. Like what? Uh, they pay for housing. They pay for your school. I mean, besides that. There's fucking government benefits. You get to travel. You don't always go into combat. You're aware of that, right? Yeah, I know. But I have friends that are like, even that don't go into combat, and they're like, this is like the most depression shit ever. I, I wouldn't want anyone going into this. Thing. Well, yeah, but it's temporary. So you only have to do a tour. You don't have to like, unless you want to, you're not doing it forever. Mm-hmm. So, what's the difference between going to the army? I mean, yeah, the pay is not great, but like I said, those benefits are pretty fire. So, you're telling me you join the army? If they would let me. But they wouldn't <laughs> They wouldn't take me. Yeah. They don't take colorblind dudes. <laughs> they say we're a hazard in battle. Are you colorblind? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
I never knew that. Color deficient's the word. So what, what can't you see or what can you? I'm not color blind because I don't fucking see them black and white, but colors look uh, similar to me, like purples and blues. Sometimes like greens and black. So okay, so so you just see something similar. You don't see like oh I, I see green, but you see red. Yeah, it's not like off the wall shit like that. Oh okay, so like, it's nothing like major. No. Really? But I can mix up colors. What are what are reasons you can't join the army? Besides being that, besides being colorblind, and besides being the only child, or like the only. So you gotta son. be able. I mean, I think that during like really bad times, like Vietnam, they relax their stipulations. They just don't really care. They'll take fucking anybody. That's like dudes in wheelchairs. Thunderstorm, nice. But uh, I think that the actual like uh, stipulations, you gotta be a certain weight. You gotta meet like. PT requirements like personal training shit. Like you gotta be able to run a mile in a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. a certain amount of push-ups, shit like that. Uh, the one that always stood out to me, and I can't tell if it's true or not, is being flat-footed. I'm flat-footed also, so I've heard of that. I'm flat-footed also, so I've always heard that that was. If you're flat-footed, you can't join the army. My dad used to always joke about making me go to the army, so I always told him that uh, whenever he'd send me to the office, I just tell him I was gay. I mean, back then. Back was, then, it was a problem. I don't think it is now. No, no, now, now it's not. Because I think, I think, I think Obama was the one that that made it where it's like it's okay to be gay now to go to the army. Yeah, I think so. But I was like, that's that's when I always heard of like being flat-footed. You know, being the only uh, child or the only mm-hmm. guy in the family. Those, I know those are the only two reasons why you couldn't join the army. I guess I didn't know about the personal training and everything because I thought it was just not like we'll, we'll fucking get you in shape. No, you got to be able to like meet requirements just to go to like I think you got to go to basic and that's what basic is. Boot, isn't it boot camp? Boot camp. Yeah. So if you can't cut it through fucking boot camp, you're not getting in. Well, I was saying you, like you're saying like trying to get into boot camp or after boot camp. Good question. I've done neither, so I couldn't tell you. That was like, I don't either, but I was like, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, what are, what are the ridiculous things that you can get away with not joining the army? They so were like, hey, you gotta join the army, but like, I can't because this. So you were telling me you were flat footed. It's probably my first option. Mm. Then I have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dog, sir. If you were to like have to join the military, what branch would you go into? You think like well, Navy, good. Air Force, Army. <laughs> Navy SEAL. That's a good one. I wouldn't be... It wouldn't be the Navy. I fucking hate the water. Uh-huh. So. So. Can't swim, so that'd be like a no-go. I don't know. I think the Air Force looks pretty cool. Is it because you can wear an ascot? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't... I don't know. Because it's like it's it's the Air Force, the Navy, the Army. Marines, Army, Corps, isn't it? Those are just toys. I don't know if that's an actual branch. Okay. Well, is it is it just those four? There's more clearly, dude. We just don't know. Mm. Well, like from all of those, I mean, the Air Force seems pretty cool. You know, space space Marine, space the Space Force, bro. I mean, isn't that a thing now? Yeah. Oh, fucking, I'll join the space button then. Hell yeah. You've seen the memes where the guys are like dressed like the Ginyu Force? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know what? I didn't even, I didn't even think I was about that one. You know what? I'll join the Space Force. Fucking why not? Travel in space and fucking meet aliens or whatever. Good, man. Join the Space Force, that means they're going to like put you in fucking pods and just launch you into space and see what happens. Sounds like a terrible way to go out. 
Sounds like sounds like a Super Saiyan to me. True. Because it's like, what can you do in the Space Force anyways? It's not like we're getting attacked by aliens. You're just patrolling. No, but they could try to like make you station on a fucking space station, like a satellite or some shit. And then when that like goes wrong, you die in space. But that's, that's an astronaut job. So it's the same thing almost. You're in the Space Force, sir. You are an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that. You, you, panic, you become an astronaut at that point. Yeah. Shit, then I'll do that then. You just become an astronaut? Yeah, I become an astronaut. Would you not? No, do you have smoke menthol cigarettes? My lungs would turn to glass the second I leave atmosphere. I think everyone would. No, but even in the spacesuit. So then what would you join? What would I join? Yeah. Hmm. Probably the Air Force. Air Force? Because like you, I don't fuck with water. Yeah. But I think the Air Force, they go on fucking boats too because their planes are on boats. Yeah, that is true because they're... they're uh... Their takeoffs and everything are on the boats. I wouldn't want to go under the water. Like in a sub. Well. Okay. Would you want to go deep down the ocean? Or mm-hmm. would you want to go deep up in space? Those are both shitty options, bro. I know. So I'm asking. It's, kind of, it's like, what would you rather do? I guess the ocean. Because there's like an opportunity to survive if something goes wrong as opposed to in space you're not gonna come down <laughs> you're not gonna float back to earth kindly wait what do you mean there's a chance to survive deep down the ocean yeah they might have escape pods and you can go up as opposed to what you're gonna take a fucking escape pod from a satellite yeah and like land okay parachutes <laughs> i don't know i was just like because it's like you know those you know, they ask you those questions. So would you rather Would you rather burn to death or drown to death? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of those. Would you rather go deep down in the ocean or deep up, I guess, in space? I think I asked you this already about the meme I read about the fucking chicken and the monkey. Sounds familiar. Would you rather fight a chicken or kill a chicken every time you got in your car? Or would you rather fight a monkey once a year but you get a sword? Why would you not want to fight the monkey? What? You get a sword and you fight a monkey. Or you kill a chicken every a time. A chimpanzee, not just a monkey. Ooh, chimpanzee. Sir, those motherfuckers are like up to your chest and they're as strong as three men. Oh, you said monkey. I was thinking like a... No, no, no. A chimpanzee. Oh, a chimpanzee? Tear your nuts off, sir, and feed them to you. Can I eat the chicken? Yes. You can oh, kill the chicken, bro. It's a lifetime supply of food. Who would not take the chicken? Oh, I, well, you didn't make you got you got to clarify these rules to me, sir. If I eat the chicken, your first instinct though is to go with the monkey. Fight the monkey with the sword. Wouldn't that, that be cool? Why would I let you fight like a baby monkey with a sword? <laughs> Clearly, I'm talking about a full grown adult monkey. I don't know. Chicken's like this big. What do you? What do you? I was thinking a monkey the same size. I was thinking a monkey like the size of me. I can give you a bazooka and the fucking monkey would still fuck you up. You, th- you know how hard it would probably kill a monkey with a bazooka? You think it'd be hard to kill a monkey with a bazooka? Yeah. Do you think the monkey would just, you know, swing around and try to, like, get out of the way and you have to reload the whole thing and shoot it and miss and, oh, gotta reload the whole thing again? So you don't miss. You know, the moment, the day that you can shoot a monkey with a bazooka, we'll talk about this. Because I don't see it happening. Sir. 
I'm going to the zoo right now with the bazooka. In the open, <laughs> in the open field, not in the jungle. <laughs> in the open field. You think uh, in the open field I couldn't hit a monkey with hit a bazooka with the monkey? Oh, I think hit it, a monkey with a. I said hit a bazooka with the monkey. <laughs> just let me keep going, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? You gotta, we gotta fix your mistakes. No, I'm thinking here. You're thinking like swinging monkeys and trying to shoot, trying to aim with the bazooka. That's what I thought. I wasn't thinking you just open field, just monkey running out, and you shoot it because you can just lead it on, just shoot ahead. What would be the easiest way to kill a monkey? Banana. Get the mon- kid the monkey banana. Gain your trust, and there you go. Just kill him whatever you want to kill him. <laughs> that's, so, that's so not specific. You know what I'm saying? You get him close, and that's it. Yeah. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> what the fuck do you do, bro? I mean, how are what you, are you gonna do? Put him in a sleeper hold? <laughs> yeah, put him. In go the, to sleep. Put him in the in the walls of Jericho. There you go. <laughs> Just fucking suplex him off a mountain. Yeah. Uh, dude. No, well, I mean, you have to lure him in. Bananas. Give him a banana. Start eating that shit. And after that, however you want to kill him, I guess. And then I pull out my, my little baby knife. And stab. Stab. Cut his head off or something. I don't know. Why Why would I want to kill a monkey anyways? I don't know, dude. You're the one who said lure him in with a banana. <laughs> <laughs> it made you laugh, didn't and it? And then you fucking godfather him with the fucking uh, them, like, wire little two-handed things. Just go to sleep. The little puppet thing, bro. Yeah. You little pup in his ass. Just, just give him a stone cold stunner and just he'll knock out. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say put poison in the banana. <laughs> I mean, something you could, could do that. Look, the, I just want to see what you envision first, because you said lure him in with a banana, and then once he's close to you, you know, you handle it. Just handle it however you want to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I've presented you like nine ideas. What, what's what's yours, man? Hit me with it. Okay, okay. If I was, if I had to kill a monkey for whatever reason. He's an evil monkey, bro. The evilest monkey in the world. He's killed nine people. He killed nine people, but I learned him. I learned him with the banana. He, he gains my trust. Yeah. Logic there is super amazing. Um, I don't know. I guess poison the banana then. If he's going to come up and get the banana eat it, why not poison it then? Do you want to get your hands dirty on the monkey? You got to get your hands dirty, bro, because he's going to notice that it's poison. Well, I'm asking he's you, gonna are you going to get your hands dirty with the monkey? Bro, I told you all the things yeah. I'm going to do to the monkey. You going to get dirty with the monkey? Yes. Sick bastard. I'm going to pop a pinky in his ass right before I take him out. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a banana in there while you're at it. No, no, no. He's got to eat it because, you know, it's distracting him. This, I don't promote animal cruelty, by the way. Like We're going to have to cut out, like, half of that. <laughs> Peter's going to be after you after this. Peter's already after me. We talked about... Killing chickens and monkeys with swords. And then blowing them up with bazookas. All at the zoo while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. You know, probably not going to be allowed to go to the zoo anymore. Probably not. Maybe we should you with a banana, bro, and the zoo's a scary thought now. Why would I kill a monkey or anything with a banana? I don't know, dude. You're the one who said lure them in with a banana and then... The only way you can kill someone with a banana is poisoning it. Other than that, I don't see you killing anyone with a banana. You'd find a way. You act like if I hit you hard enough with a banana, you're going to die. What if you take the peel off, right? Uh-huh. And then you just, like, strangle him with the peel, like. That's a banana peel. I have the actual banana. I know. They're pretty resilient. Have you ever torn a banana peel in half? No. Because I don't eat my bananas like that. <laughs> exactly. Do you? You know why? Because it's hard. 
You know what? I almost had the thought of you saying, go grab a banana right now and do this on camera. <laughs> Start strangling you with a banana peel, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go get a banana. Do this on camera. Do it for the views. Do it for the views. As much as I'd like to, I have to go to work. Yeah, I know. You don't go to work with the empty banana. True. Empty banana, bro. That's not at all like a sexual in any window. So we end it. Thank you for watching, guys. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Having fun here, guys. This was actually really fun. This is the past three podcasts. This this one was the most enjoyable one. Yeah, it was very lighthearted, and I liked the conversation at the end. Didn't didn't wasn't shitting on the whole movie, so it just kind of ruined the movie. Right. Good movie. You got good conversations. But, guys, thank you for watching with us. If you haven't gone to the Instagram, the TikTok, go check those out. The Twitter also. Twitter also. Don't forget about that. Also, audio is available on Spotify, Apple Music. Thank you guys for watching. This has been the Death Taco Podcast.